What's up, Freedom Jumper? Welcome back to the show. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. We help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. This is our second episode in the hot takes and strong opinions set of episodes. We are bridging the gap between your travels and family time and taking uh, effort and energy into enjoying your summer And when everything gets back to regular normal in August and September and people get back to listening to podcasts because the numbers during the summer uh, slow down quite a bit. And I don't think any of my uh, guests deserve to have their episode numbers be significantly lower just because they happen to be released in June and July. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about prospecting and sales and marketing and how so many people get this wrong and how you can do better, how I am currently in the process of doing better. So let's roll that bumper and get right into a Hot Takes episode talking all about prospecting, sales, and marketing. Let's go. There are two kinds of people in the insurance industry, those who are captive and those who are free. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast. Captivity can go far beyond the companies you represent. It starts between your ears and its impact is felt in every corner of your business. We're all about helping agency principals and sales professionals reach your maximum potential and flex your freedom. If your goals are big enough, you're gonna have to get uncomfortable to be able to reach them. Our team at RiskWell is living this out every single day. This show is where I share our successes, our failures, and everything I learn along the way. We deliver relevant, tactical, and actionable content from industry peers, innovative partners, and a variety of leaders from other business verticals. We're not holding anything back. There's no upsell, no guru pitch, and no fluff. It's time to unshackle yourself from captivity and make your freedom jump with the Agency Freedom Podcast. Let's go. All right. So there's no way to avoid this. There's absolutely no way to to not have an episode about prospecting and sales marketing that starts with a simple fact that cold prospecting, cold messaging, whether it's LinkedIn or email or anything else, my word, it is so bad. The spammy, valueless blather that people are sending out. The biggest thing I have with AI and marketing automation and all of this technology is it has never been easier for mediocre morons to spam so many people with their pointless garbage where it is simply just meaningless words jumbled together all about me 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 product 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 i can save you money blah 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 like it has absolutely no value the amount of trash in my linkedin inbox and my email inbox has never been higher i don't know if there's anything more irritating running a business than being constantly spammed uh, by this mass market communication. And 
the thing about it is even the people that are doing actual like old school cold call prospecting, I just feel like the quality has dropped off a cliff. There are so many really, really bad pitches and people that don't have any idea what they're doing uh, that call our office and try to sell me stuff. It's probably no different for you. Anybody out there who's running a business is used to getting the the cold calls and even occasionally at you know a drop in a person for I don't know like AT and T internet or whatever it happens to be. Thankfully, those are few and far between because that's annoying. But the the bad prospecting, the bad cold messaging. I don't know if it's ever been worse. So what can we do in this world of prospecting? How in the world can we stand out in a positive way and and connect with people that might just maybe want to do business with us? Well, there's a few things I wanted to discuss in the, the prospecting world because there's really two different versions of prospecting. Very, very different. There's warm and then there's cold. There's no such thing as hot prospecting. It simply doesn't exist unless there is an actual warm handoff where someone literally sends an introduction email and that might be a hot prospect, but that's single digit percentage points if you're lucky. So warm prospecting and cold prospecting are the two things we're going to talk about for just a little bit because there's so many people out there that are doing them so poorly. Thankfully, in this day and age, uh, as we record this in 2023, the bar has moved so low that it is easier now than ever before, probably, to make a good impression if you're doing a few things right. And it starts with simply putting some thought and intentional reflection into what you're doing. So let me start real quick with cold prospecting, and then we'll move into warm prospecting and uh, have a little bit of fun at the expense of some people that have messaged me on LinkedIn. We'll use them as involuntary case study participants. Of course, names withheld because I don't mean to be incredibly rude on a professional level, but we still get to have some fun there. So cold prospecting is all about creating and finding alignment on a problem or a pain point or some kind of thing that you can come together with your prospective customer or client on where they're already experiencing some kind of, uh, whether it's an inefficiency or a pain point or a, a challenge that they're not able to overcome or that it takes a lot of time and energy to overcome in their business, cold prospecting needs to lead with curiosity. It needs to lead with asking insightful questions after a very brief introduction, some sort of statement of connection, and asking a leading question. Josh Braun is someone that I follow on LinkedIn. There are lots of other people that are doing great things in the sales coaching arena. I read so many books that what you get more times than not uh, from me on this podcast and, and when I'm on stage talking somewhere, it is this amalgamation of the books that I've read, the articles, the blogs, the content that I've consumed, and the deep thought that I have put into these subjects. And out pops this hodgepodge cocktail of the books that I've written and the thoughts that I've put into the subjects. And that's where we are today. 
the subject of alignment really comes in because you're not looking for just anyone to say yes. You don't want to have someone respond to your prospecting and then get into your sales pipeline and be just a terrible prospect and someone you don't want to work with. Alignment is important because you don't want everyone to say yes. You don't want everyone to be in your pipeline. You only want the right people to be in your pipeline. The people whose expectations, whose needs, whose problems align well with what you are doing in the marketplace. The solutions, the advice, the products that you are able to deliver aligns well with what they need. The needs and the deliverables are in alignment. And, 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 we really need to have personality compatibility. Because if someone just grates on you and you find them obnoxious and annoying and difficult and their mannerisms are distracting and unpleasant, then you probably don't want to have them for a client unless, of course, the money is good enough to make it worthwhile. But in a general sense, you need to have alignment between needs and wants and deliverables and you need to have some kind of basic compatibility of personality. Because obviously, if you know, like, and trust a client, then you're going to have more success with them, assuming that they also know, like, and trust you, of course. So cold prospecting is all about that alignment and finding and creating that alignment and using the looks like, sounds like, feels like, the labeling in in the process, the conversation. All of this, of course, is very difficult when you have cold prospecting because you have to get past the initial interaction. If that's a gatekeeper, if it is getting someone to give you the time of day so you can book that discovery call and get past the cold interaction. Because the next time you talk to that person, they're at least lukewarm. You're no longer straight cold. So when it comes to email tactics, it's all about alignment. Sorry, not just email, but LinkedIn messaging, any other kind of cold written communication. That alignment can come in in a number of ways. My personal favorite is to say, you've probably thought about, you've probably encountered such and such, and then name a challenge in their business that you're well-suited to take care of, that you are able to help them with, and simply ask the question, how are you currently handling blank, whatever it happens to be? Let's say it's a, uh, a doctor's office. Hey, Melissa, and you guys have probably encountered the, the challenge of HIPAA compliance and data security and making sure that your customer information, your patient information doesn't fall into the wrong hands. If you don't mind me asking, how are you guys currently handling the need for data breach and, and cybersecurity and cyber liability insurance in your office? And just leave it alone at that point and see what they say. Because whatever comes out of the prospect's mouth next will help you find out very quickly if there's alignment or not. Hey, Freedom Jumper, are you looking to take your business to the next level? Who isn't, right? Write more business and see your agency succeed with NBS. At Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, they understand the challenges local agents face in the constantly changing marketplace. 
That's why they offer a wide array of personal and commercial markets and policy options to help you meet the needs of your customers, no matter how unique or outlandish they may be. With a team of experienced and dedicated professionals that provide you with the support and guidance you need to see your agency succeed, Nationwide Brokerage Solutions is here to support you every step of the way. Don't just survive in the competitive insurance industry. Thrive with Nationwide Brokerage Solutions. Get started today. Learn more at nbsbrokerage.com. So switching now over to the warm prospecting. Warm prospecting comes from a channel partner or a natural market referral or someone uh, who's a current client who refers you to uh, one of their contacts. Warm prospecting is always easier than cold prospecting because you're starting with a little bit of trust. There's a transfer of a small bit of trust from the person who is doing the referring to you. So when the prospect enters the conversation with you, they don't think you're a complete slime bag and they weren't not expecting your call, which of course is part of the challenge of cold prospecting. You have some kind of introduction and some kind of scheduling, even if it's open-ended like, hey, call me next week sometime. Well, when you call them next week, they're going to very quickly say, oh yeah, that's right, so-and-so connected us. Yeah, what's going on, man? Or what's going on, lady or person? to use gender-neutral words. So warm prospecting is definitely easier, but it is entirely grounded in problem-solving. It is entirely grounded in the idea that someone thought you could help one of their contacts with a thing, a challenge that they're dealing with in some form or fashion. So the conversation can get transactional real quick if you're not careful. The the problem is here, very often, and this is one of my big pet peeves in the whole you know, sales and marketing game, because so many people talk about the dichotomy between transactional selling and relational selling. And even if we are doing relational selling, even if in the, the warm prospecting game, for instance, we're trying to stay focused on the relational side of sales and leveraging that transfer of trust to grease the skids of the sales process. The conversation game is still front and center. It's still critically important. And when it comes down to navigating the conversation game, I think that that is one thing, one skill set that literally every listener out there, you listener out there in Freedom Jumper land, if you ask yourself and you're honest with yourself, I would imagine that you would probably agree with me, as I do, even here today, as the host of a podcast that's been running for more than two years, my conversation skills can always improve. There's always a lot of room for me getting better in navigating the conversation. It's not as simple as being relational instead of transactional, because there's so many different forms of relationship building and so many times we get in these you know relationship modes and we find ourselves being tempted to use leverage of various kinds persuasion to use convincing kind of tactics instead of connecting on a human level and being transparent and talking about mutual wins and 
alignment between expectations and deliverables. And finding ourselves getting out of the way and allowing the prospect to do what is in their best interest, inviting them to be selfish and make sure that they understand that you're not going to try to convince them to do something that may not be, in their perception, in their best interest. Releasing control of the narrative and resisting the urge to convince or persuade someone to do something, I think is absolutely critical. That moves it not just from a transactional thing to a relational thing, but also a a conversational and a human connection thing. That is one step beyond the relationship focus of selling. I think that is absolutely critical because let's take a look real quick here at two LinkedIn messages that I received. And uh, like I said, we'll remove the names here to make sure that we're not giving anyone too much of a hard time. But the first here, uh, this happened literally just a few days ago. It's like, Hey, James, thanks for accepting my invite. I've been following Riskwell for some time. Yeah, I bet you have. I love the brand and your mission. I bet you do. Yeah, I'm going to try my best to believe that that's true, but it feels very not true. It feels very forced. I work with blank. We have a pretty amazing automation tool. Okay, well, let's stop right there for just a second. Don't you think that I know that you think the stuff that you're selling is amazing, Mr. and Mrs. Salesperson? Can we just stop doing that and stop using superlatives to talk about our products and services? Because that really doesn't hold any weight. It is completely biased and has no meaning whatsoever. It's it's kind of silly when you think about it. Of course you think your own products and services are amazing. If you don't, then you should quit your job right now. And then there goes on with a a full paragraph of info dump. Our job is to get you in front of a thousand new prospects every single 30 days using AI and automation. Way to go. Good job. You put two buzzwords in one sentence. Well done. What makes you think I want a thousand new prospects, miss? I, I may not have any need, any desire. And then it goes into, you know, the rest of the paragraph and then says, if you have 15 minutes to spare, I don't. First off, nobody does. Over the next week or so, I'd love to show you how it works. What's your schedule look like for a quick demo? Who cares what my schedule looks like? I'm not booking a demo because I don't care. Your message is irrelevant. Your services are irrelevant. And what you're doing means nothing to me because there's no alignment between problem and solution. This young lady would have had a very different conversation if she would have simply said, Hey, James, so-and-so here. And I imagine you as an insurance agency owner are probably dealing with X. You probably put some thought into how to solve for X. If you don't mind me asking, what are you doing to make sure that your pipeline stays good and full right now? And then wait and see what I say. And then that guides the conversation because if I say, hey, you know what? I appreciate you reaching out. We're actually an inbound focused shop and my pipeline is so full of inbound opportunities that come to us via content marketing and channel partner relationships, I don't have any room for any new prospects. So your AI and automation that's going to give me a thousand new prospects every 30 days, good Lord, that sounds awful, by the way. Yeah, sorry, I don't have any interest in that. Thanks for your time. But instead of that, there's an info dump followed by a, 
thanks, don't really need that, already have good solutions in place. I was like, well, your info dump was kind of a waste of time and, and disrespectful of my time. Uh, you have no idea if I have any need for anything that you're selling. So I'm, I'm going to skip the second one because we're running a little bit short on time and I wanted to have this be a 20-minute episode or less. I think that's a great place for us to end right now. The, the summary here, folks, is let's be self-aware and let's start with questions. Let's figure out if there's alignment. If you're doing cold prospecting, introduce yourself, be polite, be human, and ask a, an insightful, intelligent question that shows that you've done a little bit of research about the prospect's business and see if there's any opportunity to have a conversation. Because if there's no alignment, there's no conversation. And on the warm prospecting side of things, just be mindful of the conversation. It's not just a move from transactional selling to relationship-based selling. It's also the nuances and hard stuff in the conversation. We got to make sure that we are connecting at a conversational and a human level rather than just thinking about, oh, it's not transactional, it's relationship. That's it for this episode of the Agency Freedom Podcast. Hope you're enjoying these shorter hot takes solo episodes. Please feel free to reach out to me at james at jamesjenkins.com. Any suggestions, if there's any topics that you want to hear discussed on next week's episode, that'll be much appreciated. I love interacting with our Freedom Jumper audience. And that's it. Make it a great day, boys and girls. We'll talk to you again real soon. Y'all take care. Thanks for listening to the Agency Freedom Podcast. Please subscribe to AFP on your favorite platform to get automatic updates with every new episode and help other people find us. If you like what you hear, please drop us a review and tell the world what you like best. Most importantly, please share AFP with someone you know who is still in captivity. They'll thank you later. Visit our website at agencyfreedom.com to get access to exclusive content and announcements. Join our community on Facebook by typing in Agency Freedom in the search bar. Send your questions, comments, guest recommendations, and favorite grilling recipes to us at podcast at agencyfreedom.com. This is the Agency Freedom Podcast, where we help insurance professionals move from captivity to freedom. Until next time, let's go. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? 
and you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.